Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of the Artful Athlete podcast. 15, 1, 5 already. We're the 12th of November, and tomorrow this little podcast will hit the three-month mark. I'm, I'm just overjoyed. It's been a very empowering and creative adventure so far, so can't wait to see what happens next. And it's been so wonderful as well to exchange and meet some of you and your voices. So keep on keeping on, my lovely people. Because, yes, keeping on very much feels like the most appropriate motto right now. Second week of November, the days are getting shorter, there's still a lot of uncertainties in the air, a lot of stress and anxiety. And a lot of questions too, as a result. What if? When will? How can? Why? That's how most of them start. They're signals, way for us to understand what's going on in our head. If you can take a step back and look at them individually, it's great. It gives you a chance of tackling each fear, each issue. Gives you a chance to shift, to release, to shed, to grow. If your head, your heart, your body are feeling heavy because of them, then it's time to deload. You know I'm a fan of this practice. Five minutes, that's all it takes. It's all in episode five, release tension in your speech. Having a release practice is a great way to lighten your load, to ease pressure, to let go of what you can't necessarily control right now. If you're feeling trapped, bored, disconnected, changing your routine, switching things up, trying something new, has a wonderful way of fostering connection, of sinking back into the present moment. I've said it before, that's I think one of the first thing I said in episode one, your feet are firmest on new ground because you're getting used to the terrain. You're treading with caution, you're bringing awareness to what you're doing. The mind is solely focusing on the action, the journey at hand. Out of curiosity, when was the last time you treaded on a new path? When was the last time you tried something new? What if committing to the new could be a key to switching up your mindset, to ease inner stress, to find focus, to step away from the turmoil, to release? And remember this, if you need help releasing, breathing is always there for you. Go back to episode 14 if you need confidence. Go back to episode 9 for grounding, to episode 5 to release tension, to episode 6 to understanding breath and body and alignment. Do the breathing exercises. They're here for you. They're not going anywhere. You can go back to them at any point. Another great way of anchoring, of releasing, of grounding is obviously moving. Movement, movement of any kind is always there for you too. I need my daily movement quota to keep sane. And no, it doesn't always have to be a workout. Working out and playing around with movement are two things I personally enjoy and need. But your movement session doesn't have to be a hardcore cardio session. It could be just shaking your body to some music a little bit, to dancing around your kitchen, to going for a walk. Walks are a great way to recenter your thoughts, to clear your head, to reconnect. Not if you've got your headphones on, because this has become a reflex for our generation. Once you've got your headphones in, your brain is just focusing on the thing you're listening to, which is great. However, because we do it so often, and even more so now that 
lockdown is going on because we spend a lot more time using our phones and online communication systems like Zoom, Skype, WhatsApp, whatever. And a lot of the time we use our headphones to listen to this. Try and spend a day without headphones. Clear your head, literally. So next time you go for a walk, don't listen to anything. Don't close your ears with those plugs. Listen. Listen to the wind in the trees. Maybe listen to the cars driving around in the background. The footsteps of people around you. Pay attention to the soundscape you pass through. Let that be your focus. Let that be your music. For the performers of all realms listening in, this is something I strongly advise you to try. If we as artists are meant to be the mirrors of life, shouldn't we study life itself? For this, you don't need to hop on a course. All you have to do is to listen, to observe, to be fully present in the action, the narration, the adventure you've embarked on. Be aware of what steps you're following. Be conscious of what's going on in and around you. It's funny because I was having this conversation last night with a friend. You have to entertain the idea that you don't finish where your flesh is. When you interact with something, with someone, it's not about you or the other. It's about where you both meet. So in performance, it's not about character A or character B, but what happens in between. It's not about Romeo by himself and Juliet by herself. It's about where they both meet. In life, it's the same. It's not necessarily about you and the other, cat, dog, human. It's about what happens when you're both in the same space. So now here's a question for you. Where does your space begin and where does it end? In movement, it's the same. It's not about where your physical body ends. It's about how its physical end interacts with the beginning of the support. Next time you're walking around in your house barefoot, take a second to place your attention to the space where the skin of your feet touch the ground. Next time you're working out and doing press-ups, place your attention to the space between the skin of your hand and the floor. Next time you're singing, see where the sound travels. Feel it rise through the ribcage, through the throat, through the head, and see how far it goes. Next time you paint, feel the brush between your fingers. Next time you cook, next time you write, next time you dance. Shift your awareness to where you think you end and where the other begins. You have this awareness naturally whenever you commit to doing something you're not sure of. Whenever you decide to step out of the box or to leave the beaten path. In these uncertain times where the world and the mind boost our anxiety, our stress, our fears, come back to simplicity. Come back to what you know. Come back to what you feel. And come back to accepting that you don't know the way and therefore will feel like you're treading on some mighty thin ice here. Step slower. Focus on your grip, on the present moment, on what you actually know, on what you actually see. Trying something new is the best way to remind yourself of your ability of doing things consciously, of your ability to learn, of your ability to sink into the present moment and play with what you have. So choose something, 
Try it out. Try the new. And you'll see that from this moment, it will get easier to find purpose, to find a new goal. And that will keep you moving forward. So try something new. I don't know, leave your YouTube on roaming, find new dance moves to learn, try a different type of paint next time you want to draw, try different foods, different words. Embrace trying something new until you find what works for you. There's nothing wrong with playing around some more. It's the one thing we all need, especially us adults. So, what's the new you're going to commit to? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, Instagram, the blog. You know I always reply because I love hearing from you. You could also think about it this way. You sharing your new could be inspiring someone else to give it a go. Speaking of giving it a go, I'm really excited to say I'll be running a workshop online with a wonderful yoga and wellness center near my house called The Lodge Space on the 21st of November in the afternoon. All details will be up on my social media and my website very soon. So keep your eyes peeled and come join us online with The Lodge for some release and conscious breathing. Meanwhile, I'll speak to you soon.